queens working silence, trying to stop the violence, cause I'm killing my goals, here's my story. Just imagine how I'm living, only fresh and authentic, never shaking the twisted, I'm going off the specifics, moving with high intentions and exercising my mission, blending purpose with vision, now take a sip and just listen, uh. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade, an original podcast by the Skinny Black Girls Code. My name is Whitney B, and I am your host, and today we're going to talk about why you should shift your mindset about growing pains. I think control is more of a concept okay. than a title. I think um, I wanted to control the way people saw me, thought of me, wanted to control the way life was going, controlling the pitfalls or the pain, right. like trying to control the pain and flux, like how much can I take it one time, like can I just like slow it down or like avoid this by yeah. not, to, it's just like, it's not possible, you can't control the way other people feel, sure, you can't control sure. the way they react, yeah. you can't, of course, and I don't know, and I think once you lose enough, <laughs> it's just like, mm-hmm. you allow yourself the space to relinquish control. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely love SZA. When she came up with her album Control in 2017, I felt like she captured my entire life in 14 songs because being in your 20s is hard. Heck, I mean, just life period can feel hard because it's like you're always trying to figure out so many different things to realize that a lot of the things that you try to control in your life won't matter later on or sometimes out of your hands, but they're all a necessary part of of the process. Now, I love Control because it was vulnerable and it puts her growth on front street. You don't have to worry about where SZA has been or where she is and she always acknowledges both being a hot mess and a work in progress at the same time now when I looked up the process to creating the control album I learned a lot so uh, SZA is definitely a perfectionist and she had a lot of anxiety about the album and as a matter of fact, she wrote more than 150 songs to go on the album. Like, it got so bad at the record label, they had to just take her hard drive because she couldn't decide on what she wanted to actually be on the album. And because of her anxiety, I can relate so much because I deal with that on a regular basis. And when I look at her experience, I can't help but think about how her growing pains of making her album compared to the growing pains of life. Now, you all know, I've, I've heard that term growing pains forever, like literally my entire life. But I really had to go into context to understand its meaning. In the context of physiology, we've all experienced growing pains at one point or another to become an adult. While everybody wish they could be young forever so we don't have to pay bills or go through the crazy stuff that we experience as adults, change is non-negotiable. We will grow up, but interestingly enough, it's how we grow up that made me most interested. You see, when we experience growing pains, they can hit us in a variety of ways, but the thing that remains consistent is that in order to grow, you will feel some level of pain. In other words, as you matriculate through life, obstacles and challenges are inevitable. I sat in my car with my niece a few weeks ago, and she expressed to me some of her fears about moving on to the next stage of life because she's about to graduate from high school, and she wants to go to like this fancy music school or whatever. So she's like, what do I do? Who am I going to be? Where am I going to go in life? How much money do I make? what's supposed to happen next and as I'm listening to her you know I'm trying to give her my best auntie advice but it dawned on me that while we're 11 years apart some of those same questions that she's asking herself are still present in my life hell I'm still asking myself what am I going to be how much money am I going to make and what's going to happen all at the same time and it's so funny same conversation with my dad I talked to my dad and he's in his early 60s and he's still trying to figure out 
um, just certain things about life. He's trying to understand how to reinvent himself and how to grow through some of the things in his life that has held him back. Now, growing pains, they exist at all stages of life. And it's important that we acknowledge that these very pains exist in order to get us out of our com comfort zone. Now, comfort zones are typically described as a singular concept, but I believe that our comfort zones change as we grow. Every time you outgrow a comfort zone, you have to be self-aware enough to know that it doesn't disappear. It just takes on whatever or wherever you are in your life until you recognize that you feel stagnant. And sometimes it takes a long time to understand that you feel stuck. Like I've had these moments in my life where it almost felt like, um, like an itch. Like you get this feeling that just won't go away until you address it. And when you acknowledge it, what are you going to do about it? Do you do nothing and accept the pain of being where you are in that moment? Or do you actually just go for force and, and address it and do something? You may not know what to do or know the outcome, but you do know that something has to be done, right? I mean, life is just constantly about being consciously in motion. There is no destination of being a final version of yourself because it's a never ending sake of growth. What I've come to realize is that we grow because we want to, we grow because we have to, and we grow because we need to. So let me explain. So going back to physiology, there's some teens who go through a growth spurt. And y'all know what I mean. Y'all ever seen that boy that was like 5'2", and then three weeks later, he's 6'6", like literally towering over you? The technical definition of a growth spurt is growing rapidly in a short period of time. This means that the body is ready for growth. Similarly, when you are mentally and emotionally ready for growth to happen in your life, you will grow exponentially. You'll grow really fast. And I call this deliberate growth because you are the one who's driving the growth to occur. You know when you are being deliberate in your growth because your desire for transformation will surpass any parameters of your comfort zone. You won't care what stands in your way, who has something to say, or even the results because anywhere is better than where you are in the moment. You realize that no longer is an option to remain where you are because deep down you know that there's more for you. But the key to being deliberate in your growth is not just thinking about it or talking about it. Your actions have to align with your mindset. And it's important to know how much mindset and action are in tandem because one cannot exist without the other. You have to be consistent with both. And I'll give you an example. I hate gardening, but I love to eat. So <laughs> I'll give you an example of something that I like to eat because I understand how it grows. So take a tomato for an example. Have you ever been to the supermarket and picked up a tomato with cracks in it and then put it back probably because your mom or your grandma told you not to get it um just subconsciously in the back of your head well those cracks they come from uneven watering the tomatoes you see aren't getting the full nourishment and attention it needs because of the fluctuations in the amount of water that it gets daily you can't water a tomato one day wait three days and water it again because it disrupts the entire process of growth you have to treat your deliberate growth the same way either you're all in and consistent or you're not and there's no way around it when you're in a place of being deliberate, one thing that I can say for myself is that the most important factor in pursuing growth is to make sure that I choose peace over everything in the process. This type of growth requires you to know the difference between standards versus expectations. I don't expect too much out of life because I realize that there are certain things that are out of my control. However, just because I can't dictate what's around me, I can still maintain a level of standards that allow me to still be rooted in who I am without compromising my core. Growth takes having an open mind, but while you have an open mind, you still have to protect it because I've learned that just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should always do it, especially if it goes more against you than for your best interests. 
Now, another type of growth that I think we experience in life is called circumstantial growth. Now, while some people have a growth spurt, there is something else called precocious puberty, which means that a child is developing adult-like features faster than their peers. And so I think life is the same way because it could come at you fast based on the circumstances that surround you. This is the kind of growth that's like, ready or not, here I come, I'm going to find you. Okay, sorry, I just had a Lauren Hill moment. But seriously, you have to look at your circumstances. Your circumstances can force you to grow a lot faster than what you would like. Now, this is the type of growth that is truly out of our hands and often the kind of growth that can leave you feeling like the world is against you if you don't have the right mindset to rise above your circumstances. Now, when your circumstances give you some of the hardest growing pains, you have to do two things. One thing is reinforcing that everything happens for a reason. It's no accident that you're experiencing it and it's important to know that when it's over, you will only be a strong person really a stronger person. And then the other part of this is finding purpose in your pain. You are more than what you go through and you have to make sure that your purpose shines through the BS. Now, when you find purpose, pain becomes a small thing to a giant because you know that you have to push through to get through so your testimony could be someone else's breakthrough. And finally, this is the one that you've all heard. You've, you've heard of a late bloomer, right? These are the people who don't start their growing until after most of their peers. There's a lot of late bloomers in life. I call this growth experiential growth. And I say that because there are many Many people who don't grow due to a lack of experience. Maybe they had something traumatic happen in the past or they've been sheltered or just held on to fear because they didn't know what was on the other side. As a result, they're delayed and life is sometimes harder to understand because they didn't experience it like everyone else. I've experienced this kind of growth many times. My mom was really strict, and there were a lot of things that I didn't experience with my peers coming up. So as an adult, when I am doing something for the first time, I get embarrassed because I feel like I'm behind the curve. And this is the type of growth that I believe can be the most intimate because you may not want everyone to know that you haven't been where they've been, and that's okay. People grow at a different pace for different reasons, and it's important that you don't compare your growing pains to someone else's because you may be in two different places in life. It's also important to not let someone else growing process influence your growing process this is especially true for relationships and friendships sometimes we see people going in a different direction and it's natural to want to meet people halfway you should always show compassion and empathy for where people are in their growing process but don't try to speed up yours or do things that don't reflect who you are because then you experience a type of well well not even growth but just a, a form of resentment that has the ability to leave you feeling stagnant so be cognizant of the fact that experiences are necessary for you to grow but remember you dictate when and how you want to go through those experiences and no one else at the end of the day growing pains they last way beyond becoming an awkward teenager a huge part of growing is knowing that you don't have to have all the answers and being okay with collecting them bit by bit with each of your experiences deliberate growth it especially it takes sacrifice while the other ones may sometimes just be out of your control the one and most singular important thing that I've learned through all of this is that I will never define myself um, by what I've been through or go through because I am not my pain, even though my pain is a big part of my journey. But it took me a long time to realize, but you, you start to move differently when you realize that growing pains are a part of life. And at some point you have to relinquish control so you can experience what's necessary for you to grow. The challenges that I encounter may be a part of my story, but it would never steal my glory because I keep faith that God will always work it out. Throughout the journey, people may say you changed, but you didn't come this far to remain the same. So before we leave today, I wanna ask you, is it worse to stay where you are right now and live in the constant pain of being and stagnant or would you rather pursue the growing pains of the direction you know you need to stay in motion for your life 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Pink Lemonade. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like what you heard, check out PinkLemonadePodcast.com or hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at Pink Lemonade Podcast. Be sure to leave a review and let me know what you think. Until next time.